What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad McBoom. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Videoland. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language. Some locker room talks. If you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys. The last six to eight months, Videolander Seth Fisher and I, we have been breaking down No Way Home Leaks. It's been a fun ride. We got some things right. We got some things wrong. But for the most part, we knew this entire movie going into it. If you want to go back and listen to our leak podcast, it's not hard to find. Uh, Just go to our Facebook page and search Spider-Man Leaks. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff right. Um, But goddamn, this has been a fun ride. One of the best MCU rides I've been on in a long time. Now, for the moment of truth, the big question, did Spider-Man No Way Home live up to the hype? Because this thing was hyped. Did it live up to the hype? Two words, fuck yes, all right? This movie was so much fun. It was a blast. Now, I do have a few issues. We'll talk about them, but for the most part, this is going to be a Spider-Man jerk-off session, all right? This movie rocked. My three-word review, this movie rocked. Um, It's one of those movies that you're going to remember where you were, who you were with, when you watched it. Some big surprises, some big cameos. When it's done... This movie will be remembered, all right? Man, where do I even start here? There's so much to talk about, and I want to keep this brief and focused. Everyone is giving their two cents about No Way Home, so I'm going to try and keep this short and sweet for you guys. So let's start by talking about the worst-kept secret, maybe in movie history. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are back, and they are fantastic. Finally, (laughs) we can talk about it. It was so good seeing Toby back. Um, I don't know if he's my favorite Spider-Man, but he's my nostalgia Spider-Man. He will always be Spider-Man to me. So good seeing him back. I'm glad he's in the MCU. And Andrew Garfield. Look, I'm not an Andrew Garfield fan. I'm not a fan of the amazing Spider-Man movies. I think they're trash. But God damn it, if I didn't love Andrew Garfield in this movie. He probably had my favorite scene where he saves uh, MJ, linking back to his amazing Spider-Man movie where he couldn't save Gwen Stacy. And even though I'm not a fan of those movies, I mean, you got to be a cold-hearted bastard not to love that moment uh, when he saves MJ. Probably my favorite scene of the movie. And, guys, Andrew Garfield delivered. He brought the energy. I thought he was awesome. Guys, I would be completely cool if he was just the Spider-Man of the Sonyverse, where Venom is, Morbius. I hope they're not done with Andrew Garfield. Um, so, yeah. Great seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the MCU. And just overall, my favorite moments in this movie, it wasn't the action. It's the scenes where all the Spider-Men are just talking, just shooting the shit about Spider-Man stuff. Like, I could watch a whole movie with them just sitting in a room playing cards talking Spider-Man stuff. Cracking backs, uh, their big hug goodbye. The three Spider-Men sharing scenes together will go down in the MCU history books. Again, when the MCU is over... This movie will be remembered, all right? There are moments in this movie that will be some of the best moments, most cherished moments in the MCU. It's just a celebration of um, of Spider-Man. 20 years in the making, 
I think everyone delivered, and this movie has some high rewatchability. I will not be surprised if it cracks that billion dollar mark. I think right now it's like five fifty, six hundred million dollars globally, uh, just over the opening weekend. So yeah, I will be watching this movie at least one more time, if not two more times in the theater. So they're going to get a little bit more of my money. And you guys have probably heard me say it before. This is probably my favorite phase of the MCU. I am having so much fun uh, with a multiverse phase. At this point, when you got Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the MCU, anything is possible. The sky is the limit. Can you imagine the possibilities? I want to see an older Mary Jane. Bring back Kirsten Dunst. Give me a Spider-Gwen, played by Emma Stone. I want to see that interaction between Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma Stone, their characters. Um, Spider-Gwen, that would be awesome. And I don't think we're done with the Spider-Man. I can see Toby and Andrew coming back for Secret Wars, Multiverse of Madness. If this makes a billion dollars, if it even gets close to a billion dollars, after you make one billion, you don't want to make like 700 million. All right, with this response, with the love that people are giving this movie... I will not be surprised if we see Andrew and Toby in Secret Wars or uh, popping up in the Sonyverse uh, somewhere. They are not done. They're not done by a long shot. I think we're going to get some crazy Spider-Verse shenanigans. I can't wait. I also think that after the response this movie has been given, if they don't already have Hugh Jackman and some other big players like that in the bag... They're going to be throwing even more money at people like Hugh Jackman uh, to to join the MCU, to join this uh, this multiverse phase. So, yeah, give me some more fun cameos. I'm eating this up. Bring back the original Fantastic Four. Lawrence Fishburne as the, the Silver Surfer. Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Again, sky is the limit. And speaking of Daredevil, another worst kept secret. Seth and I have been calling him for months. Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Awesome seeing him in No Way Home. Had a very small part, not much to do, uh, but I'm happy that he's in the MCU. And then we got Kingpin last week on Hawkeye. I can't wait to see if these are are variants or if the Netflix shows are in the MCU. If the Netflix shows are a different universe. If so, it mirrors the MCU pretty closely. So can't wait to see how um, the Netflix shows and the Netflix characters are handled. But anyway, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Charlie Cox, all three got huge reactions in the theater. Fucking blast. All right, let's talk about some more positives. Let's talk about Tom Holland. I thought he was great. This is his best Spider-Man movie. I was worried that he was going to get overshadowed by Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all of the villains. But no, I thought he was great. And at the center of this movie, it's a Tom Holland, Peter Parker movie. All right. It's a Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider-Man story. I was really worried about him being overshadowed. So yeah, I thought they nailed this script. Um, a lot to juggle, lots to balance. They pulled it off. Let's see. Um, let's talk about the villains. Awesome seeing Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock. Didn't miss a beat. I thought he was amazing. Um, they built Jamie Foxx's Electro from the ground up. Actually made me laugh a few times. Quite a few times, actually. Um, I would love to see more of him. Lizard and Sandman took a back seat, but... Yeah, whatever, who gives a fuck? I don't know about you guys, but I just want to spend more time with uh, Doc Ock and uh, Green Goblin. So, you know, I'm glad Sandman and and Lizard are there. It would just be weird if uh, the popular villains just got pulled in. So they're kind of scattered, you know, throughout the movie. And then they show up in the third act, you know, whatever. whatever. I'm glad they're here, but our focus was mostly on Doc Ock and Green Goblin. So, and and that's what I wanted. Doc Ock and Green Goblin were awesome. And for my money... Willem Dafoe, damn, stole the show, all right? 
Alfred Molina, awesome. He was great. I'm glad he's in the MCU. Knocked it out of the park. But Willem Dafoe, holy shit. Willem Dafoe, MVP of this movie. Knocked it out of the park. Fucking awesome. Let's see. Let's talk about John Watts. I have to give some love to John Watts, the director of all three of these Spider-Man movies. This dude is three for three with the Spider-Man movies. And this dude has had such an interesting career. Google his first movie, Clown, all right? He made a fake movie trailer called Clown. He put Eli Roth's name on it. Eli Roth saw it, gave him a chance to make his movie Clown. And then, long story short, now he's in the MCU with three Spider-Man movies. And this one, No Way Home, will become probably one of the biggest movies in MCU history. All right? So, tip of the hat to John Watts. I thought he did a brilliant job with all three Spider-Man movies. I think all three Spider-Man movies are top shelf. And then next up, he's directing the Fantastic Four movie. I cannot wait to see what he does with that. And guys, he juggled and balanced so much stuff in No Way Home. Seriously surprised it turned out as good as it did. I would give him a shot at an Avengers movie. All right? I think he would knock an Avengers movie out of the park. All right? I want to see the Russos come back for Secret Wars. But in the future... I think people should, I think his name should be in the hat for an Avengers movie. Just throwing that out there. Let's see. Uh, Ned and MJ were so good in this movie. Again, I thought they were going to be overshadowed. Zendaya was the best she's ever been. Absolutely adore Zendaya. They actually gave Ned a surprise character beat that I wasn't expecting. Turns out he can do the wavy magic hands, you know, thing and, and open portals. That was a cool beat. Wasn't expecting that. Dude, they just need to make a Disney Plus series, call it Strange Academy, and uh, and, and let it be the Harry Potter of, uh, of Disney Plus. I think it would be awesome. So it looks like Ned has a lot to do in the future. Anyway, he did a great job. Uh, Zendaya was awesome. And by the way, guys, the MCU is doing such a great job right now, if you haven't noticed, just building up the next generation of heroes. A Young Avengers movie is right around the corner, so um, I'm sure Ned's going to be a part of that, uh, right next to Kate Bishop, and man, this is just so much fun. I'm loving this phase, and they're doing such a great job building uh, towards the future. Uh, let's see, man. There's so much to talk about. The last 15 minutes of this movie I thought was perfection. Um, I love, absolutely love where they leave Peter Parker Spider-Man. Nice soft reboot for his college years, Maybe the best last 15 minutes of any MCU movie. Let's see. Man, there's so much cool stuff to talk about. Um, I can't remember the last time. I just wanted to uh, jerk off a movie this much. Um, I know I'm missing some things. So many great character moments. Um, so many just great moments. The death of Aunt May. Marissa Tomei was great. Um, I thought she sold her death scene. Not as impactful as uh, Ben's death in the, uh, the OG Spider-Man, but still pulled at the heartstrings. And something that needed to happen for Peter to move forward. And I think also with the end of this movie, I think that he's, uh, he's out of Iron Man's shadow, which is, uh, you know, I've always loved the relationship between him and Tony Stark, but now he's out of that shadow and that's, that's where he needs to be going forward. Let's see. Uh, the score was great, which will probably, again, get overshadowed. People are coming out of this talking about Charlie Cox and, and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Uh, but next time you watch this movie, listen to the score. Awesome score. So yeah, guys, man, so much to talk about. A lot of positives. I know I'm missing some things. Can't wait to see it again. I will at least watch this one to two more times in the theater. And there's a lot of people I feel that's like me. And that's why this movie's going to probably break that billion dollar mark. So 
much praise to this movie. Like I said, this is a this is a jerk off session for Spider Man, but I do have a few negatives, so let's talk about those. My big negative, and it is pretty big, but it can be fixed. It can be fixed. My big negative is Doctor Strange. I am glad that he's in this movie. But I wish he was utilized differently. His decision to go through with the spell is so careless and reckless. I hope he ends up hanging by his dick, <laughs> paying for his sins uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, because I think he should be he should be more mature than this. How can you just mind wipe an entire planet? Like, other Avengers have problems. Hell, we got the Sokovia Accords. Rightfully so. This is the exact reason that heroes need to be held accountable. You just can't have heroes out there having them mind-wiping people, you know, especially over something so small. Again, there's other Avengers out there that's been in the shit. America knows who they are. Everyone knows who they are. You just got to keep on being a hero, doing the hero shit. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. You just can't mind-wipe everybody. Completely reckless. And then Doctor Strange just treats Peter like pure shit the rest of the movie. And I'm not mad at Peter. Just like Doctor Strange says in the movie, he forgets he's a kid. Peter is a kid. He's in high school. He's going on to college. He's a kid. Doctor Strange is an adult. Everything negative that happens in this movie, the death of Aunt May, anything negative is because of Doctor Strange. He's the one that went through with the spell. And then he gets pissy with Peter and his friends, tells him to go Scooby-Doo this shit. He's the one that brought them here in the first place. And then he's going to send a bunch of kids to defeat interdimensional beings? Dangerous interdimensional beings. You're going to send kids to capture Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro. Like, what the fuck? Fuck that. So I got a big problem with Doctor Strange in this movie. All right? There's a theory going around that this is not Doctor Strange. And this is evil Doctor Strange. If that theory is true... This will actually make No Way Home an even better movie. So, we will see. Also, I might have missed something here. Only seen it once. But aren't the villains here because they know Peter Parker? Not Spider-Man, but they know Peter Parker. I think that's what they said. So, if, if that's true, why is Electro here? Electro even says, like, man, I thought you were a black kid. <laughs> I thought you were a black Spider-Man. Which, that was a great beat for Miles Morales, because you know we're going to get him. I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse. You know, joining Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. So, I don't know. And then, you know, the other Peter Parkers, you know, they just show up because they know themselves. They they don't know this Peter Parker. And then Venom in the post credit scene. I can give that one a pass because Venom is... Um, you know, he's a part of that hive mind, so maybe there's you know someone that knows Peter Parker. I don't know. But anyway... Maybe I'm missing something, I don't know, but just seemed a little sloppy there, just to bring back um, some Spider-Man villains. And Vulture. Where the fuck was Vulture, man? This was the end of a trilogy. I would like to have, at minimum, an end credit scene with the Vulture. I'm sure they're going to utilize him later, I know he's in Morbius. You know, don't know how much. Could be a glorified cameo. But here's the thing, guys. Michael Keaton is like 70 years old. You can't introduce Michael Keaton. And then not use him for, for five years. All right. That's nuts to me. <laughs> that is insane. So I hope we get a Spider-Man vulture interaction soon. Michael Keaton is fucking 70 guys. Come on. 
So we need Vulture to to wrap up his arc or or something. Give us Michael Keaton, guys. And one last thing. Toby is the OG Spidey, okay? Give him that number one slot, all right? Let him call the shots more. He's been Spidey the longest. Give OG Spider-Man the proper respect, okay? I kind of rolled my eyes at that. Toby, Toby is number one, all right? He's not number two. He's not number three. Toby, OG Spider-Man, is number one. Actually, one more thing. That death fake out at the end of the movie, I'm glad he's not dead, but his death air quotes. It sounded pretty final. It looked pretty vicious. It sounded pretty nasty. And he just gets up. He's like, ah, I've been stabbed before. What is what? What the fuck? <laughs> that, that's a what the fuck moment for me. And the word on the street is they love Toby so much. They loved OG Spidey so much, the suits, the Disney suits that they want to bring him back. And so then they refilmed that scene. Eh, so just sloppy, just a little sloppy there. But anyway, guys, those are some of my issues with No Way Home. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some other nitpicks. You know, I can't think of too many. I've only seen it once. I can't wait to watch it again. So, guys, I had a blast. I don't know where I ranked this yet. I learned a long time ago uh, to stop ranking right out of the theater until I've seen it a few times. Um, when Eternals came out, I said I put it mid-shelf. It's not the best. It's not the worst. When uh, Black Widow came out, I said mid-shelf. I love Yelena. I love Red Guardian in that movie. Um, it's good enough for me to put on uh, on that mid-shelf. So I will say this right now. Spider-Man No Way Home is top-shelf shit. <laughs> All right? It's one of the best MCU movies. Is it the best Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. I think, I think Into the Spider-Verse probably takes that slot. It's in Pantheon. I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man 1, the OG Spider-Man. Willem Dafoe carries that movie uh, for me past the other ones. Yeah, so I don't know where I put this when talking about Spider-Man, but yeah, we're going to give it time, man. Give it time to breathe and, and see what uh, see how time shapes uh, shapes this movie. There's a lot of people coming right out of the theater saying, oh, it's my favorite MCU movie. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie. I'm just sitting back like, let it breathe, man. We got plenty of time here. Let the future shape it, and, and, and we'll talk about it later. But I can tell you this right now, top shelf shit. Again, I feel like there's so much I'm missing, um, so much I forgot to talk about with this review. Um, I'm not going to talk about the end credit scenes too much. We got a Venom end credit scene and then a Doctor Strange and the Multiverse um, of Madness trailer. Seth and I will probably be talking about the future of Spider-Man uh, probably in the, in the weeks to come. So I'm sure that scene will be brought up uh, really soon by us. And then with the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer, loved it. We already did a, uh, a supposed leak for that movie that this trailer confirmed the leaks, or parts of it at least. So go check out that old episode from October. But yeah, let me end here. I highly recommend Spider-Man No Way Home. I can't wait to watch it again two more times, three more times, four more times, five more times. It is a fucking roller coaster. It's a ride of a movie. I fucking loved it. All right, guys. Thanks for checking out this review. Don't forget to leave a comment on Facebook or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this at. And don't forget to like this podcast and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, my good people, peace out.